Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything really, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Join our Geneva where other listeners are chatting, asking for advice, giving advice. Sharing dip recipes. I mean, all the important things are happening. All the important things are happening. We learned something important about what well, we didn't have a term for it, but calling corn on the cob, COTC, extra virgin, EVOO. Exactly. Apple cider vinegar, ACV. We have a term. I came to learn you cut out the part of the episode where I talked about the woman in college for whom this was like her entire personality. But we talked about <laughs> I that I didn't too. cut it. Maddie <laughs> okay. cut it. Maddie okay. also gave us this term. So, you know, I yeah, think fine. It's, okay. it's, a clear, it's a clear slate. Um, okay. Her debts so, are paid. <laughs> fine. It just held even more meaning for me once I discovered that there was a term, which yes, Maddie, who's like our, she's our TikTok expert, I would say. She shared our with editor. us the term. Yeah. 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 Well, also, yes, our <laughs> editor. The term is nimming. Nimming. Which I wasn't sure how it was pronounced until, of course, I watched the TikToks, which come courtesy of Jake Shane, who is, I think, one of our generation's greatest TikTok creators. It's short for acronyming. Yeah. I have been saying niming in my head. Oh, interesting. At first. Interesting. Well, ni- naming, niming. I see that. I see that. That makes sense. I don't know why I, I immediately got that it was acronym, but I don't. But I oh, couldn't I didn't tell at all. you why. Um, oh, I didn't at all. I don't know if other people on TikTok are doing it, presumably because that's kind of how these TikTok trends work. But he gets together with his gaggle of, of girlfriends and they're like, we're nimming. And then each one just takes a turn coming up with the most absurd nim. Like, T-I-N-O, this is not okay. R-O-C, respectfully, of course. O-E-J-G-H, our edamame just got here. They're all ridiculous. And all I ridiculous. Them. I mean, this is not okay is actually quite useful, I feel like. Mm. I also think regrettably worth it. Um, yes. RWI, oh. we sh- like should start using. Yeah, not bad. I feel like that's R-W-I. an opportunity. Yes, it really is. I like things that are a full sentence. I think it's funny. Yeah. And you- <laughs> 
<laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> it's, it's also, remember, I'll as long as I live, I'll never forget, we had this incredible intern, Mina, who was a high schooler at our last company. And she was really up on all the internet nims when they were like really coming to four and they hadn't quite hit the mainstream yet. And she blew my mind because she was on the phone with her mom and she goes, Illy, Illy. She, she turned, said the acronym. Uh-huh. She turned I love you as a nim into Illy. A word. <laughs> it was so insane. And I loved it. She did have a lot of really good ones. God, it was it was so precious to be around mm-hmm. a 17-year-old who yes. was just not ashamed, <laughs> who just like didn't know to, what it was like to be in an office from any other context and thus was like her true self. Yeah. I just adored it. Yeah. It was a, it was a treat. I ran um, into her at some point. You did? Yeah. I think I'm I told so you jealous. this. Like on Houston Street. And she's a grown up with a job and everything now. And Get it was out. just. Um, she graduated from college already? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh Claire, that was like eight years ago or something. <laughs> it happens so fast. Um, she was very sophisticated looking and just had was. it all together. And I was, you know, as impressed as ever. Illy. Yeah. Illy. Okay, great. Yeah. Wonderful. You um, went somewhere really important recently. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. So Thomas and I were driving from Minneapolis to Madison, Wisconsin, and through the Driftless region. There were like a couple different ways to go, and we were taking the scenic way, and we were driving through Pepin, Wisconsin, and we drove past the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum, and I did a full like, stop the car, like how, turn around. How cooperative was he? Very, very, very. Okay. One, he you didn't I, have a deadline for getting to where you were going. We didn't have a deadline. And also he knew I'd already been like talking to him too much about mm-hmm. the Laura Ingalls Wilder podcast, podcast. Wilder mm-hmm. and just like the complicated history of mm-hmm. Little House and the Big Woods and Little House and the Prairie and all of that. And so, yeah, he knew this was like a real point of interest. And also from the outside, you could tell that this stop was not going to be like a three-hour affair. Mm-hmm. It's a small museum for sure. Yeah. I, a few things I need to share. One, there was like a magnet for Wilder or like a sticker for Wilder taped to the cash register. Amazing. Um, which I was really impressed with and intrigued by. And so I had asked the woman working there if she had listened to the podcast and she had not. And you could tell she was nervous about mm. listening to it and feeling mm-hmm. judged by it. And I yeah. tried to assure her that it's like, yes, it's critical of Laura mm-hmm. and the work and some of the content in the books, but also it tries, it does so like in a very like historically contextualized, thoughtful mm-hmm. way. There's nuance, yeah. you know, which not, which not everything has, but it there is nuance. And then as we started walking through the museum, the next visitors in were from Denmark, oh. which just really like hammered home <laughs> this fact that this is like a global phenomenon. Yeah. Pepin, Wisconsin is teeny tiny itsy bitsy like uh-huh. if you were not driving from Minneapolis to, to Madison you wouldn't be happening upon this place on your own the two most iconic things that i witnessed in the museum one there is a quilt that was in fact laura's wow like when she was older but nonetheless mm-hmm. laura mm-hmm. slept under this quilt presumably yeah. we can trust mm-hmm. and then claire mm-hmm. there is a blown up pig's bladder like the balloon. Wow. What a moment for you. I had only ever pictured it in my mind and of course in the drawings in the book, but never in my life. Did it look like what you imagined it was going to look like? Yeah. You know what it looked like kind of, this is a really specific reference. Do you know those like paper balls 
that you can like blow into and that mm-hmm. don't, aren't yeah, sealed yeah, yeah. and they're like uh-huh. sort of crepey onions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It looked yeah. like that, but like okay. all cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. You would understand the world where if balloons had not been invented, you would kick this thing mm-hmm. around. I do. Yeah. Of course. And in the gift shop, there was like a lot going on. There were, in fact, American Girl dolls like mm, out with, interesting. with like okay. outfits made for them. But there was like no signage that said American Girl. Like it was clear that was not happening. There was a Little House cookbook mm. that I, as a child, I would have been so obsessed with. Like to make maple sugar in the snow would have mm-hmm. been absolutely the thing. Mm-hmm. And then there were a bunch of stickers and bumper stickers, including. Oh, did you get any? I got. I did get a. St- I did get a Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum sticker for my suitcase. Okay. As we've discussed, I'm like now fully just like going for it. But the most iconic bumper sticker said, "In a world of Nellies, be a Laura." I was really taken with a recent Nancy Myers Instagram post, as I so often am. I mean, I mean most of them are, are. Most of them yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. She posted her daughter's autograph book, which was delightful because obviously it's full of the most random famous characters like Cher, Phyllis Diller, Albert Brooks, Maria from Sesame Street. And the list goes on. And like, of course, when you're Nancy Meyer's daughter, that's who signed your autograph book. But the bigger thing for me, the bigger delight in it was the reminder that autograph books were a thing. Yes. They felt related to sticker books for me in this way where I'm like, I went so long not thinking about them and then remembered that they exist and that they felt very important to me around the same age as sticker books. And what I realized was that it's like kind of like homework embraces where you're like, I'm not old enough to have a yearbook yet, but I want to be. And so this is like the equivalent of a yearbook because a yearbook was the original Facebook wall, basically, where you were like, I am inviting my friends to profess their love for me and to sort of have this like record of who I know and how much they love me. Lila's nimming. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, right. That's what autograph books were. They were a yearbook before yearbooks or before like you never did sleepaway camp, but we used to have like and like these sort of like pseudo yearbooks at the end of sleepaway camp that felt the same and felt like, oh, my God, I'm so old that my friends can profess their love to me in this way. I do think- And we have these like deep feelings that we need to share and like get out and commemorate. Yeah. I just completely forgot they existed and I'm sure I had them and I need to dig them up now. I do think the Facebook wall took the place of this. And now I think it's like birthday posts on Instagram is the closest thing we have to an autograph book. No, I think that's true. (laughs) This is reminding me of something absolutely- bonkers that I did upon graduating high school. So we didn't get our senior yearbooks at the end of senior year. They like, we always got yearbooks at the beginning of the, I don't know. It was like this dumb thing. Um, So we never had our, got to have our senior yearbook signed. So instead I printed out these, I know the look on your face is absolutely appropriate. Mm -hmm. Your eyebrows shot up. I printed out like something for people to like write me a letter on Claire. This is insane. Did other people do this? No. (laughs) But I feel like there were like notes and things passed and like, I'm I'm like, am I remembering this? The thing that we would do, because I I now remember, like I went to one summer camp where I think they didn't do this and we would just like, we had like diary, but like fancy notebooks we would pass around. Yeah, That's what I thought you were going to say. That would have been appropriate. No, well, I wanted to give people time with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wanted to, Mm -hmm. so I gave them like the sheet printed out with the header or whatever. And then was just like, (laughs) so this is just like, do then. I don't know. Um, incredible. And yeah, well, they are they are really incredible in part because I gave people time and 
and a full eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper as if that was appropriate to do. But I was like, these are clearly some of the most important relationships of my life and I need to give people space. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me that with yearbooks, what we used to do, and I assume you did this too, like, well, one, your closest friends would like mark off a page and be like, nobody sign here. I'm like reserving this real estate for me. (laughs) Like either you would do that for them or they would do it, but you'd be like, make sure that there was enough space for them. Like you were like carving out plots in a subdivision. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then your really close friends, you would send the yearbook home with them overnight. Yes. So this was a bit of the equivalent of that, but just trying to make sure that like, there weren't enough nights. So just yeah, everybody no, 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 take totally. their sheet. And then I put Makes them in sense. Lamin- like a little binder thing oh, yeah. that had like mm-hmm. laminated like sleeves. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Anyway, autograph books. Total thing that I completely forgot about. Thrilled for Nancy Myers to have reminded me that that was a thing at some moment. You know when I think these are going to come back into your life? I think it is probably still a thing that these get signed at Disney World. I knew as soon as you said it, I was like, oh my God, yeah. Disney. Thank you so much to Rocket Money for sponsoring today's episode. You know how as millennials, we are always being blamed for some completely frivolous behavior that's going to lead to our um, personal bankruptcy. Like it yes. was lattes for a while. And avocado toast. And then avocado toast. Yeah. As if I like am... avocado toast was just a problem sweeping <laughs> sweeping the, this great nation. <sighs> I am shocked that nobody's moved on to Substack yet or just like newsletter subscriptions in general. Right. right. Like, because that is actually the thing like that. <laughs> well, because, Claire, you- because related to this, it was like everybody got rid of cable and then we got the streaming services mm-hmm. and now we pay mm-hmm. as much for the streaming services. Then everybody got rid of magazine subscriptions and now we pay as much for newsletter subscriptions. You know, what, what, what are we to do? You know what? Like the secret killer is the huh. insidious one that nobody's talking about the prescription drug services that you have to pay a monthly fee for in addition to, you know, it's like a really low monthly fee, like two, $3 a month, but it's like, you need to pay that to get that's the physician fee for getting your right, right, right. Gosh, your retinol uh, or your migraine medicine, whatever it is. And then you forget, you stopped taking that medicine a while ago, or you got too much of it. And it's like piling up in your medicine cabinet. Point is you forget (laughs) that you're paying for these things. But they haven't forgotten. They're still charging you. And Rocket Money gets They're thrilled. There. They're thrilled you've forgotten. They're thrilled you've forgotten. Oh, this my gosh. This is what Rocket Money is for. Rocket Money is giving you your avocado toast money back because they're <laughs> like, you don't need the subscription that you forgot that you had and you're still paying for. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions when in reality, the number is closer to $200 a month. When you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you used to watch or free trials of that delivery thing you don't use, it is easy to lose track of what you're paying for. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money also lets you monitor your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on past spending, 
I mean, come on, talk about this. And they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash a thing or two. That's rocketmoney.com slash a thing or two. Rocketmoney.com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much to DoorDash for sponsoring today's episode. I have what I am going to dub a life hack, um, mm. a term that, you know, probably should be retired, but here we mm-hmm. are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. When I go out of town for a weekend or something, I have been scheduling grocery deliveries for Monday mm-hmm. when I come back because like the idea of when you get back on Sunday and you're like, geez, I, I like don't know what I'm going to eat this week. Yeah. Like what is like what's going to happen? Being able to have that thing set up and know that it's coming and to just be like, oh, thank God which means you're not just like running out to a restaurant to like fix the problem or whatever. And you feel, you just feel like taking care of, you're like taking care of your future self, you know? Your future self really thanks you when you do that. I agree completely. Well, great news. You can use DoorDash for this because you have trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites for a while now. And now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you pick them yourself. And if you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Okay, here's the deal. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code a thing or two at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and a zero delivery fee on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code a thing or two. Don't forget that's code a thing or two when you download the DoorDash app for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand. Always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. So don't nobody tell Cam, but we're gonna go to we're, we're planning to go to Disney at the end of this year. Don't tell him. Don't everybody. Tell him. He doesn't know yet. Secret. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> That's right. No, I think you're right about that. And I think he, oh my God, cute. That's cute. 
I feel like a I feel like he wants like a jeweled a jeweled autograph book. You know what I mean? I think he wants yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably gonna cry at Disney, huh? I feel like this is a Hanukkah present waiting to happen. I feel like an autograph book. Yeah. Because Hanukkah happens early this year. So like in anticipation of yeah, Yeah. huge. Gear him up. Gear him up. Write it down. (laughs) Take a note. Write it down. (laughs) You just got seven nights to go. Yeah. (laughs) You and I observed Labor Day properly this year. We watched labor musicals. We also just observed the strike season appropriately. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. like doing right by our entertainers. We are watching labor musicals. Yeah, no, we are. Mine is a true childhood favorite that I was obsessed with as a child that I hadn't thought about in so long. And I'm really pleased to report it holds up for the most part. It's called The Pajama Game. And I just want to say all around, I'm surprised that this is not more of a thing. Like, had you heard of it? Did Were you familiar I'd with it? I'd heard of it, but I had no idea what it was about. And I think I had pictured like... Okay, I think in part because it's Doris Day, I had mm-hmm. pictured like like sleepover. I don't know why. Like mm-hmm. I just pictured yeah, yeah, yeah. a well, different it's kind of energy. Game. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it came out in 1957. It was based on a Broadway musical. My dad had the vinyl records of a lot of Broadway mm-hmm. musicals that I had like never seen, but I would get super into the music. And so that's how this started was I listened to the record, got really into the music and was eventually allowed to rent it on VHS when we got a VHS player. <laughs> It's all perfect. The plotting of this is great. Go on. I'm sure my understanding of the plot was extremely limited. Like it had to have been. So I'll just skip to the plot. It's a labor romance. Like, because it's also more or less like follows all the structure of a classic romance. Takes place at a pajama factory. The owner of the pajama factory hires our male lead, Sid, as the superintendent to help keep the workers in line. The workers are unionized and they're demanding a seven and a half cent raise. Babe, Doris Day, our female lead, is the head of the grievance committee, and she is very passionate about the union. She just loves the union. Yes. Um, And everybody's passionate about her. Like, she's just an incredible employee. People are, like, fully on board. Yeah. Love Babe. Obviously, union gal Babe falls for company man Sid, despite herself. And then they break up when things start heating up with the union, and he has to fire her because she breaks something to basically slow down work. It all wraps up and they all live happily ever after because Sid discovers that the factory owner has already tacked on the extra seven and a half cents to the production cost, but has been keeping all the profits for himself. He then is like, you have to give the union the raise or I'm going to expose you. They all live happily ever after. It's great. I got to say, the costumes hold up. The music really holds up. The general plot line holds up, except for the fact that the dynamic between them is so ick like he's so effing desperate for her and when she's this is this is what made it hard for me to because i saw it for the first time oh you watched it like two or three years ago i finally watched it okay and that their like dynamic was challenging for me but like in a way that it's 1957 so i'm not surprised unappealing on just like from a personal dynamic level and also mildly inappropriate yeah she keeps being like we shouldn't do this and he's like no no no, i'm so in love with you and we're gonna make this happen yeah um but I find the music to be excellent. I found the costumes to be fun. Cam enjoyed it. I just, I don't understand why it's not more like iconic. Of a thing. I, it, yeah. yeah, it was revived on Broadway in 2006 starring Harry Connick Jr. and won a Tony for Best Revival. It was like, Harry right Connick before. Jr. in that role feels mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, me. I agree. I agree. He I'm would so play upset. that in a not creepy way. I agree. I was 
furious with myself for not seeing it. I As you should be. That's the appropriate well, feeling. I went and looked like it basically closed right before I moved to the city. I, I don't know why what all these excuses are. <laughs> well, I needed I needed that so that I wasn't going to bed yeah. with regret because you know <laughs> I would have carried right. it around. Yeah. yeah. I really encourage people to watch it. I really encourage someone to mount another revival of it. I thought it was great. I thought the labor politics of it are very straightforward in a way that like anybody can get, but also are consistent with our current day understandings of labor politics. And it talks a lot about it, like also sort of shows the factory owners challenges in all of this and how technology is and the economy and all of this stuff is making his life harder and how it's cutting into his margins. The other piece of it is the Bob Fosse of it all. <gasps> oh, my God. Thank you. you I almost, speaking of regrets that you. you would go to bed with. Thank you. Bob Fosse's choreography debut. He choreographed the original Broadway production and then did the movie too. And there's some incredible dancing in it. There is really incredible dancing. Yeah. In like factories. Great. I absolutely love it. Um, It was great. Absolutely love it. Okay. So my contribution to the labor Mm -hmm. musical conversation is Newsies. Um, Which I still haven't seen. Here's why though, Erica, I family movie night, I showed Cam clips on YouTube of Newsies and Pajama Game and he chose Pajama Game because there were more pretty girls. Well, Okay. The two movies... Newsies is very brown. It is. Like it, beige, it, it, brown, dusty. Like yeah, it is very beige, brown, year dusty. Old. It is yeah. very beige, brown, mm-hmm. dusty. Here's the thing. There are two mm-hmm. movies I need Cam to see, and they're both beige, brown, dusty, and I am sorry, but the, he has an end Wally of your deadline. Wally is the other one. I know. Newsies and Wally. <laughs> I know. And I cannot... They're so unappealing for make a kid who only cares about princesses, I cannot make exceptions. He has to get on board. Okay. I will sit next to him, make him do it. I don't care. This is This child wants homework. Here he goes. We have right, yeah. not one, not mm-hmm. two, but three friends who were diehard Newsies fans. Like yeah. three. Diehard. Lindsay, Britt, and Kate all get shout outs. We have a type. Yeah. And they the were all involved in the fan. online community, the online Newsies fandom in the 90s. When They were like, early to online fandom. The earliest time you could be involved in online mm-hmm. fandom, these three yeah. were. I cannot believe how many people haven't seen this, including you, including you. <laughs> and Cameron. And Cameron. It is Christian Bale singing and dancing for starters. Yeah. It is a Disney film. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure what we're waiting for. The songs are by Alan Menken, who did like Little Love. Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. You know what? Maybe that's how I need to pitch it to Cam. Same guy who wrote all those other songs you love wrote these songs. The songs in this movie did not get the credit they deserved. Alan Menken at some point recounted that he found out Newsies had one worst song of the year at the Razzies, <laughs> literally when he was backstage in the press room, having received two Oscars for Beauty and the Beast. Incredible. The movie bombed initially. Okay. But in 2012, it was revived for Broadway that at least one, if not all three of these friends was involved. I was in- going to say definitely at least Lindsay was involved in the campaign, right? To try- To get this thing mounted on Broadway. The play was nominated for eight Tonys. It won two, including Best Original Score for Mencken. And wow, what a, know. Comeback. what a comeback. What a comeback. Okay, so speaking of choreography, it was Kenny mm-hmm. Ortega's directorial debut. Oh. And, you know, he like choreography mm-hmm. master and he did High School Musical, et cetera, et cetera. It was based on the Newsboys strike of 1899. Robert Duvall plays Joseph Pulitzer and William Randall Hurst is our other newspaper baron villain, but he is not I depicted. actually... So when we were deciding what to watch, I was like, if if Hearst is in this, I will push to watch it more because, as you know, I'm newly fascinated by Hearst <laughs> after going to the Hearst Castle. Like, obsessed. Yeah. Claire. 
<laughs> and when it was only Pulitzer, I was like, I'm not as interested. Wow. So they really just <laughs> needed one name change to make this interesting <laughs> to you. They really needed to give me some William Randolph. I'm super into him now. Okay, fascinating. I I am certain that these mm-hmm. were chosen based on like who would be more litigious. Like I just mm-hmm. can't imagine that there mm-hmm. was any other decision that was leading which of these barons we were we were depicting. Okay. There are two incredible songs. Mm-hmm. Um there are other great songs, but the two incredible songs are Carrying the Banner, mm-hmm. which is like the newsboys getting ready for the day in a very it's a hard knock life like okay. kind of vibe, but with mm-hmm. teen boys. And then Seize the Day, which is like the song from this. The thing that I have loved over this summer is that in May, there was a WGA picket day at Disney that was mm-hmm. Newsies themed. Oh, um, People were wearing their newsboy hats, doing the whole thing. And the sign says, the signs were things like, sorry, Disney, but when you made Newsies, you got me us addicted to unions and Christian Bale. <laughs> Yeah, these are great. And these people are all wearing suspenders and newsboy caps. Obviously. I was radicalized by Christian Bale in a neckerchief. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) incredible, 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 incredible. They gave us the tools. Here we are. I love it. It's delightful. Thank you so much to Shopify for sponsoring today's show. I've been trying to get into like on days where I just need a little bit of like help getting moving using the Pomodoro timer um, Mm -hmm. and working for my 25 minute and then you get these five minute breaks. And, you know, sometimes I'm go to the bathroom, walk over, like get a water, like whatever. And then at least once or twice a day, I'm like, okay, what are the things I need to like buy on the internet mm-hmm. and whatever? The great thing is with Shopify, like running all of these e-com things, I know that I can crank through a couple of these things in my little five minute break because I know exactly what the workflow is going to be. No surprises, no surprises. It's the best. It's the greatest. I feel exactly the same. Cam has had so many necessary purchases with back to school. And it feels like this long to-do list. And every time I hit a Shopify checkout page, I am thrilled. I am so happy about it. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your business without the struggle. And let me tell you, it is true. Even the little guys and even the big guys use this technology. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling satin sheets from their in-person POS system or offering organic olive oil on their all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. Wow, that is really impressive. And Shopify is truly a global force powering Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklyn and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash a thing or two, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash a thing or two to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash a thing or two. We love you, Shopify. Thank you so much to Weston for sponsoring today's episode. The older I get, the more I feel like I have to just 
routinize everything in my life. Mm. Like I can't, I like, I don't know. I used to feel like I could like take breaks from the routine and be oh, like, no. well, like, you know, th- I'm on vacation or I'm traveling for work Mm-mm. or like whatever. It's like totally fine. I'll just like not exercise for a few days or I'll like, you know, eat, eat like junk from the airport mm-hmm. as a meal, um, like a Rice Krispie treat and some gummies. What's wrong with that? How is that not dinner? And at this point, I'm like, no, I actually just like, if I don't stick to routines, if I don't work out or stretch, if I don't, you know, pack the right things in my suitcase, if I don't eat well when I'm traveling, I'm totally screwed. And Weston gets it. They like totally get this. They support all of these things that we need as new old people. Once you get to a certain age, it is just no longer the case that calories don't count when you're not in your home state. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you got to just... You got to keep up with it. And with over 200 destinations around the world, Weston hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. With signature offerings that help you move, eat, and sleep well, Weston hotels make travel an opportunity to enhance your well-being. And at Weston, you can work out how you want. They have so many fitness options to keep your wellness routine on track while you are away. They have their Weston workout fitness studios equipped with state-of-the-art equipment. They have group runs led by Weston's Run Concierge, a running guide and buddy who makes it easier for you to explore the local areas, which is a personal pain point for me when traveling. Or you can borrow their workout equipment and bring it into your room and do your thing, you know, in private with Bala products and Hyperice products. And they make sure that you eat well with Weston's Eat Well menu, which is designed with foods that make sure you meet your nutritional needs. Their chefs have crafted dishes with your well-being in mind, so you can choose what's right for you based on desired portion size, nutritional balance, and ingredients. They make it easier for you to continue nourishing your health no matter the destination, and let's never, ever forget about Weston's renowned heavenly bed, which is a whole thing. At Weston Hotels, there are amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Weston. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Friend of the pod, Christine Corey, DM'd us the other day with just a like, let me drop this here. Maybe this is something you should know about. And boy, was she right. I don't know if you have heard of Aikiki Kids Shoes. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Neither had I. They are, their tagline is squeaky and non-squeaky footwear designed for little feet. These shoes squeak on purpose. They have trademarked the technology, I squeak. Lowercase i, like iPod, iPhone. (laughs) You can easily turn the squeaker on and off. How do you turn it on or off? I think it's just a little notch or something. Yeah, like a switch. I know, I'm sure that you could come up with a reason why you would want your kids' shoes to squeak. Because you would want to know where they are, I guess. Yeah. The squeaking is not the most remarkable thing about the company as far as I'm concerned. I do want to say... So first, when you go to their nav, because when you're a shoemaker that makes squeaky shoes, you do have to have the unlikely product category of quiet shoes in your shopping nav. Incredible. 
I will say the other thing that's in their shopping nav that I was interested in was that they have single shoes, which I was <gasps> like, oh, because kids lose shoes. Wrong. They say on their page for single shoes, this is very smart. They say, we are very pleased to offer the option of ordering single shoes on our site. Few companies sell single shoes due to handling and inventory costs. However, you told us that the single strap design and roomy fit of our shoes worked well for many of your children using AFOs, which stands for ankle foot worth orthoses and SMOs, supramalleolar orthoses, and that sometimes you need different sizes due to only one foot needing a brace or that your child only needed one shoe. When ordering for braces, we recommend getting two sizes. This I was very impressed by. But to bring us back to the real reason we're talking about Aikiki, this squeaking somehow not the most insane things about these shoes. All of these shoes are different animals. They are all shaped like different animals. And each animal has a name. And I just want to read you a couple of the product descriptions of these animals. I so welcome it always. So one pair of shoes uh-huh. is Gina the giraffe. Uh-huh. And here's the product description. Gina is a civil rights attorney who nope. dedicated Wait, her nope. career. We're going to have to hear it again from the top. Absolutely not. So just a reminder, I just want to set the stage before I really go in. This is a squeaking shoe shaped like an animal for toddlers. Gina I, is a, I feel mentally prepared now or as prepared okay. as I will ever be. And yeah, I will not no, interrupt you. I will just let it happen. But I maybe need to take some notes. On it was a long wi- It was a long winding intro that, you know, wasn't direct. So thank you for for like, you know, in summary. Again, Gina the giraffe. Gina is a civil rights attorney who has dedicated her career to sticking her long neck out for the little guys. Ironically, most of her work these days is for clients who are literally little as she helps improve accessibility for some of her diminutive four-legged friends. While she doesn't make as much money as big-time corporate lawyers, it's enough for her to afford a comfortable apartment in the city with high ceilings. Gina describes herself as an avid online shopper and quote unquote, a little bit obsessed with reality TV fashion shows. But her favorite hobby is stargazing. She has a small telescope that she pulls out on clear city nights and a larger telescope that she keeps at an old family cabin in the woods. Like, is this what writers are doing while on strike? They're getting... Claire. The IP. The IP. The IP. Oh my God. I would... I can, I'd can. i like to... Continue. Continue. I'm going to read you two more. Okay. Okay. Rafik the Rhino. Rafik is an accomplished contractor who specializes in commercial renovations. While demo days tend to be his favorites, he is exceptionally skilled at finish work and his acoustic ceiling installations are regularly rated best in state. In his free time, he's a boxing instructor at the local community gym. He doesn't often talk about how he lost one of his horns, but he has mentored many people to overcome emotional and physical struggles with his tough yet patient rhino style, rhino coaching style. And then Brittany Eversweet, the strawberry. Brittany Eversweet is a strawberry. Soft- yeah, no, I know. I can't. Okay. I can't. No, okay. I, I'm not accepting no. questions at this time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I understand. Brittany Eversweet is a software designer who has made enough successful software for the other Aikiki characters that she is able to take summers off to try her hand at experimental baking. Relax this summer with Brittany Eversweet sandals. <laughs> who is this for? I hope that they're actively pitching a TV show featuring all of these characters. I also just like how you start out being like, oh, there's a lesson here and this character's bio is somehow tied to their identity as an animal. And then it goes completely off the rails. And you're like, we've left left the building. Same, same. I think with Gina, I was like, okay, I get what we're doing here. She's sticking her neck out. She's sticking her neck out. She Mm -hmm. has a tall ceiling department. Everything has to do with Mm -hmm. like being tall and helping the little guy. And then the online shopping and reality shows. I was like... (laughs) 
Sure. Like, Gina's Gina's allowed to have pleasures. Like, absolutely. Yeah. I just don't know if I needed them in this context. But who am I to say? I guess this is for the parents. I don't. I also don't <laughs> know if. I mean, I don't children. know who else would it would be. But then at the same it time, uses I was the also, term diminutive. It's not for the children. <laughs> but weirdly, when it talked about Britney Eversweet being like. <laughs> She's a software designer who's made enough money to take her summers off to try her hand at experimental baking. I was like, it does feel like the type of concept that you sometimes try to explain to your kids where you're like, well, like, you know, these like, I don't know, these things of how how do I explain to you that some people make more money than others and some people can take time off? And, you know, I don't, salary comes up in two of these in a way yeah, that no, is surprising. Like Gina yes. doesn't make as much money as big time corporate lawyers. Like I it is. That's it a does, good point. It does just, wow. I would like to interview whoever writes these because I do think it is, again, one person similar to the juice company. What was the juice company? <laughs> right. I can't remember. But I, and, and, and what's the Japanese home goods? Oh, good. Right. Well, Na, that's Nalata Nalata. No. Yeah. Nalata Nalata. Gosh, we need to start handing out e-com product description awards. We really should. Because, you know, we have some contenders. We really do. I also just need people to let me know, like, are these I- Kiki shoes a thing? Also, I have to admit some regret. I didn't go deep enough into this website because squeaky shoes do help. The squeaker is placed in the heel of the shoe and the sound encourages children to step heel first, bringing their oh. weight down on the heel of the foot and then transferring it to the toe as they step forward. This Because, you know, some kids are toe walkers. To- of course. I know some adults who are toe walkers. Yeah. In fact, this... So, so it's this like is good, why. Foot, good um, stride. What is that called? Yes. What is the God? I read the barefoot running book. I should know what the, what this yeah. is called. Foot strike. Foot strike. Yes. So this produces the delightful squeak that kids love so much about our shoes and motivates <gasps> them to correctly put weight on their heels first. It's a great way to break that toe walking habit. Wow. I take back. I was. I really just assumed that this was just a gimmick, and I am the sorry. way that light up shoes are a gimmick. Exactly. Yeah. I understand why you would feel that way. That would. That would makes perfect sense. They also, the other thing I should call out about Aikiki is that they have some sort of a licensing deal with my friend and yours, Mo Willems, who you know, the children's book author and illustrator I'm obsessed with, who I think is most well known for Piggy and Elephant, his Piggy and Elephant books, since you can get Piggy and Elephant shoes. Do you think that this copy is tonally in line with Mo Willems? I wish. Mo Willems is one of the more insane writers. This is why I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this... This even this makes Mo Willems look like a little yeah a little oriented. It makes no sense. I think Mo Willems probably appreciates it. Yeah, and that's probably why Mo Willems was like, yes, absolutely, let's partner. Why wouldn't? Yeah, I love I love rhinos who are accomplished (laughs) contractors specializing in commercial renovations and acoustic ceiling installations. Right. Like when you're like the rhino likes demo days, you're like, okay, I get where you're going with this. Orange Obviously. demo, charging, yeah. get it. All but no, he's board. actually he's actually exceptionally skilled at finish work and acoustic <laughs> ceiling installations. Rated best in state. In what state? In which which state are in we talking about? State. In this mental state. <laughs> anyway, I do apologize for at the top of this segment to Aikiki for not realizing why this squeaking was so important. So yeah, we love it. We love Aikiki and everything about it. I have something to share. Tell me. I learned about an app that I hope mm. to not have to use. But <laughs> <laughs> the things that would have to happen in your life for you to be in the position to use this. 
I do feel like I've set up my life well to not have to use this. Okay. The app is called Our Family Wizard. Uh huh. <clears throat> it is all the rage with celebrities mm-hmm. and some normies alike. I like yeah. really need someone to do a deep dive. You actually dive learned on this. about it from a normie. I learned about it from a normie. I need someone to do a deep dive. I nominate Hunter Harris. It is an app for co parenting. Mm hmm. And the use of this app is often court mandated during a divorce to Mm -hmm. navigate like these conversations that parents Mm -hmm. have to have about who's picking up the kid or whatever, whatever. Um, Is there is it structured in such a way that even if you had a harmonious relationship, let's say you were even married and cohabitating, would it be would this app be useful? My sense is no. (laughs) Well, because, you know, there are those things like there are apps on the market that are for families to use to sort of like manage the household even if you're happily totally in a relationship whatever totally it is it is possible i would like Mm -hmm. if listeners are using this in Mm -hmm. like a in a non-contentious way (laughs) or even if you're using it in a contentious way and you're familiar with the app's capabilities maybe yeah yeah that would be great that would be great that'd be super helpful i think there are some like calendars and scheduling things my understanding of it is that you get notifications when you get a message on the app, but you don't get a notification of what the message is, which is like, I think for a lot of users, very annoying because you just like mm. actually want to see the message. We have to like open the app to see the message. Yeah, that's very annoying. The reason they do it, according to the Our Family Wizard website, is so that like kids don't have to see things on the phone. Like if mm. you were leaving your phone around and yeah, you got yeah, a text yeah. from your ex or whatever, and it was like mm-hmm. worded in a way that was not sensitive or whatever. Yes. And a kid sees that that is bad for the kids. So they keep mm-hmm. the messages off the screen and okay. like private in this app. Uh-huh. They're like, apparently there's like, there's like, for, there's like, you can't format things in the way that you used mm-hmm. to formatting them in emails or whatever. So yep. You can't like bullet things. You can't like, okay. if you That's take annoying. certain tones or like share any information that is, that the app deems like sensitive or like triggering, mm-hmm. the app will like, raise a red flag and be like, this might make, this might piss somebody oh, off. Wow. Basically, okay. like it's a whole thing. This bit is like also fascinating. In high conflict cases, litigants may need a strong framework for how to communicate in order to reach a point where they're able to co-parent without major derailments. Judges and magistrates often include specific instructions for using our family wizard and court orders to provide litigants with a clear structure for successful co-parenting communication. And There's also this like with a professional access features on our family wizard, litigants can easily loop in the family law professionals with whom they are working. Um, So a lot of this is to like for visibility for lawyers Mm -hmm. and the court and whatever, um, Mm -hmm. and for them to easily like pull this information without it being in your text or your email. I'm pretty sure that's what Lala and Randall Emmett use. Lala Kent and Randall Emmett, stars of Vanderpump Rules, because I had heard her make reference to the fact that she uses an, an app to communicate with him that the court is involved in. So then we Google this, and of course, Us, we- Us Weekly is like, we've yeah. reported on this. Exactly. They like don't really call out Our Family Wizard in the headline. They haven't done like the full deep dive, but they call it out in individual cases within the piece. Mm-hmm. Brad and Angelina use it. Channing and Jenna Dewan use it. Everybody is using it. I felt like Channing and Jenna's inclusion in this article was the strongest confirmation I've gotten of their divorce being acrimonious because they've both done a really nice job of in the press. And of course, like what, like so few divorces are not acrimonious. Well, and like, I think even if it's not like acrimonious, acrimonious, I think that, I think that a lot of lawyers are like, you just use this thing because it is like 
it is what the judges want and you have to play ball. Um, yeah. And so yeah. you have to say yes. And like, even like, you just don't want people dealing with your texts and emails in general. Yeah. So this at least keeps the communication in one little box in one, one little bundle. I suppose and that's, that's true. I suppose yeah. that's true, especially when you're a celebrity and you're constantly sort of concerned about your privacy. Concerned about your privacy. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Um, Lala and Randall have to use it because they, it's very <laughs> acrimonious for them. <laughs> just so you know. Just to I be just, clear. You know, just yeah. to be clear on the nature of that relationship. Yeah. Um, we also surfaced <laughs> this summer a tour, a tour of their 40,000 square foot offices in Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis uh-huh. has gotten so much on this podcast recently and for so it many really different has. reasons. Dezine cover D Z D E Z. Dezine is how I yeah. Dezine, yeah. Yeah. Um D E Z E E N covered their offices. And it looks like business is booming. I would say. It seems that way. It's a smart app. It is smart. It's also smart if you can make the courts make people download it. You know what I mean? It's just it's a real, it's cheap onboarding. It's like getting a Department of Defense contract. You're set. You are set. Yes. Oh, my God. God, Hero, congratulations to our family wizard. That's so great for them. You also had an important note here. Maybe Joe and Sophie can use it. It's possible. Who can say? I think they need it. I think, I think they, they need it already. Like they need I think Sophie it. should yeah. maybe just start communicating on this now just to get ahead of whatever's going on. I think so. Well, listen, what, I'm thrilled that technology is solving some real problems, not just fake ones. Yeah, in their way. Always in their way. (laughs) That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.